Alright. Hello everyone, and welcome to King of Our Nightmares. I'm Jeremy. I'm Noah. And we're back on the Bachman train with Roadwork. One of the most depressing books ever written. What does Roadwork stand for in German there? The German title is Sprengstoff, which literally means explosive. I mean, it does happen. Yeah. Maybe a kind of a spoiler, but, you know. Roadwork is what happens when a man goes insane. And is this might be his saddest... This is his saddest Bachman book. Yeah, this is just a depressing, realistic human drama. My, my big thing with this, and this is what I kept thinking about while reading this book, is this, is de is this more depressing than Pet Cemetery? I would personally say yes, just because this one is realistic. Whereas Pet Cemetery obviously has the supernatural element to it. I, I don't know. This one, that just hits a bit more. He regrets writing Pet Cemetery. He doesn't regret writing this, though. Yeah, I can see, because this was also a way of, you know, for him to deal with the death of his mother. And yeah. just writing about it, the grief and stuff. And this feels like it was written over a long period of time. Hmm. So our main character, whose name... I'm sorry, I'm just bad with names tonight. Ba Bart Barton George Dawes. Um... He is ruining his life on purpose, but also not on purpose because he's gone insane. And it is both frustrating and utterly fascinating. So the, the big problem, his big obstacle is they're putting an interstate through his town that he lives in in the Midwest. It's going to cost the cost of it is going to be his place of employment and his house. It's going to go right through that. Everything he's known and he loves and that makes sense to him is going to be taken away from him. Mm -hmm. And he is f fighting it tooth and nail and losing. Because, of course, you're going to lose to that. If the government wants to take away your house, and your place of employment, they can do that because they're the government. But he is self-sabotaging himself throughout this book, and it is just insane. Mm -hmm. uh, and this book opens with him buying guns. That's a great scene. It is incredible. It's my favorite gun scene in a Stephen King book. It, you know what it feels like? You ever read De uh, the Death Wish books by Brian Garfield? Oh, no, but... Uh... They're, they're in the second book, Death Sentence, Paul Benjamin's buying guns, it feels similar to this, only Paul Benjamin is more sane. Just mm. saying something, because he's been murdering people for a while at that point. Um... Bart is the most pathetic, loathsome scumbag that you love. Because mm -hmm. he's just flipping crazy. Just, oh my god. Um, 
he ru- not only ruins his life, he ruins his wife's life. He ruins the lives of all of his employees. Mm-hmm. He just ruins everything out of just insane selfishness. It's just, I can't stress this enough. And you feel bad for him. That's how well written this book is. Because I've mm-hmm. just described the most selfish, loathsome character. But Stephen King makes you feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he cheats on his wife at one point. Uh, he After they've separated. After they separated, he... He... Um, he does drugs. He has dealings with a moth person from the mafia. Mm-hmm. He's just he, just he, sab- he literally sabotages the uh, construction site. Yeah, he blows a bunch of shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ending of this is so brutal. You know it's coming. Oh yeah, you. But the thing is, you you you're like, oh, please God, don't do it, Bart. Don't do it. And he does it. And I won't say what it is. It's pretty obvious once you get about halfway through what's going to happen. Especially if you've read other Bachman books. Mm-hmm. You but can... Bachman, he's not known for happy endings. And this is so similar to both the ending of Rage and the ending of Running Man. Mm-hmm. They all end similarly, so you can imagine how that goes. But this is the saddest. This is the saddest Bachman book by far. Yeah, so far, for sure. It's the saddest one I've read. I've never read Blaze. That's the only one I've never read. Oh, Blaze is a great little book. I'm looking forward to that reread. That's the only one I haven't read, but out of all the Bachman books I read, because I read Running Man, which is not pleasant at all. Mm-hmm. Which King always jokes about is the happiest Bachman book. It's Running Man. Rage is just weird. Um, But this, my one gripe, and this I think is drunken King nonsense. He blames... Nixon for the oil embargo and the whole oil crisis of the 70s, even though Nixon wasn't in office at that point. It was Jimmy Carter. King has said that King implied in the dead zone was like his. He was a fan of Jimmy Carter. So I don't know. This book's connected to the Dark Tower. We'll get to in just a minute. Mm hmm. But um, what we also should point out, this is like a more refined version of rage. Yes. Going into the mind of a crazy person, you know, the human drama. This, you know what? It's fine if rage is out of print because this is the better version of it. I would any, I would recommend anyone if you're interested in rage, just le- read a road work instead. Yeah, it's better. It's more in King's comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um. He writes the middle-aged well. What's her name's Holly Gibney. Is Holly Gibney middle-aged? She's like 50. 
she's like over 50, but she acts like a uh, teenage girl sometimes. See, that's why I get confused. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, Callahan's in this book, but not kind James of. Callahan. Phil Drake. Yeah. And this created a big discussion back in the day when I was writing on like the German Stephen King wiki fan page. Uh-huh. We had this discussion. Should we just straight up say it as, as a fact that this is Callahan? Because the big uh, contradiction in here is the time frame. It doesn't line up perfectly with um, Salem's Lot and what he says in Wolves of the Color. Which you can explain because he's traveling dimensions. As yes. you know, from Wolves of the Color. So being one or two years behind, or that that's not an issue. And that would explain why it's Nixon's fault for the oil embargo. Yeah. But we should explain this because I want to point it out. So the Bart meets a priest called Phil Drake, who's doing like uh, good work. And they have a talk about like, I don't know, human nature and like evil and stuff. Uh-huh. And Drake, first of all, he's described looking like Callahan. Like King says like his nose, he looks like he has lost the battle with the bottle a couple of times. Like Callahan, alcoholic. He describes his hand being burned. And then Phil Drake directly says, there is otherworldly stuff out there. I fully believe that. And King heavily implies, oh, he's not bullshitting. Like he's talking from experience, seeing horrible stuff that's not from this world. And this is the, if you read Wolves of the Kala, at this point, he's been hunting vampires for a while. Mm-hmm. So he's he's seen some things. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a fan of Callahan, like I am, a Backman book of all things. That's just, yeah. that's an awesome, that's maybe the most awesome Stephen King connection between books. Because it's so unexpected. And it's not just a fan theory like, oh, these characters are very similar. They are literally described like one and the same. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Hmm. I still love that um, in Doctor Sleep, Rose the Hat mentions that one of their favorite places to to feed off of suffering is Salem's Lot. Hmm. Like they go to Jerusalem's Lot, the the ghost town. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, this is better. This is the be- one of the best connections that isn't like in a Dark Tower book. Because mm-hmm. Dark Tower books, it just becomes expected. When do they start mixing in Dark Tower? Is it Wizard and Glass? Wizard and Glass, definitely, because that brings in uh, The Stand. My fiance's home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll have to wrap this up real quick. Um, yeah, this Overall, is a good would, one. Yeah, it's an absolute page turner, like all the previous uh, Beckman books. It doesn't have the usual like King, uh, where he just babbles on and on about stuff. 
which I've seen people complain this is kind of dry and boring when Bart is going off about like his life in the his workplace. Uh, but no, to me that's really fascinating, and you know it has to be there. Yeah, this is one of those books where Stephen King's very long winded, especially in his later years. This is everything in this book is necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I highly recommend it. Absolutely. What would you? What would your ranking be so far of the Batman books we've read for the show? Yeah. Um, this would be number one, then Long Walk, then Rage. Okay. That's but amazing. I'd rather read Long Walk if I had to pick one because it's the least unpleasant. It's slightly less depressing. Yeah. 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 I, I fully agree. I think this is one of King's, if not the absolute best human drama with like no supernatural, like Misery or Dolores Claiborne. In that type of, you know. So yeah, also highly recommend Batman. It's just never disappoints. There you go. Anyway, sorry I have to cut this short, but glad that we could do this real quick. We have recorded five podcasts in three hours. Yeah. So. Worth it. Definitely. So anyway, everyone, thanks for stopping by uh, for the live, and thank you for for watching us. I'm glad that we're back into season two for this. Mm -hmm. Anyway, have a good one. Goodbye.